Hi, are you a woman in your 40s, 50s, 60s or beyond? Well, our conversations are for you. Hi, my name's Ali. Hi, my name's Kerry. So why don't you listen to our chat today? Hi, it's Ali here and I'm with Kerry. So do you have feelings of overwhelm? You feel like you're a victim in life. You really feel that what you want in life seems impossible. Well, we've got a really good podcast for you today. The reason Kerry and I want to talk to you about this today is last month, we went to Unleash the Power Within by Tony Robbins live. And it was awesome. We are so fired up. So first of all, if we do get a bit excited, I apologise because we're a little bit on cloud nine at the moment, aren't we, Kerry? Yes, we are. Yes, we definitely are. So it made us think about before doing this event, there were things that we really wanted to do, but life just got in the way. And maybe sometimes we just thought it was maybe a bit impossible because of our age or circumstances. And within Unleash the Power Within, we walk over hot coals. It's <laughs> totally awesome. I mean, just think about that for a moment. 12 feet of burning hot coals. And we're mad enough to walk over them. Okay, we had a whole day with Tony and he primed us. He got us in the right state. We were so certain that we could yeah. walk over those coals without an issue. And we're there jumping up and down for the day. We're pumping our fists. We're saying we can do it. We're in our head, we're thinking cool moss instead of hot burning coals. And you're into such a certain state and you walk over it and afterwards, oh my goodness, you celebrate. It's awesome. But it makes your mind think. That seemed impossible a week ago. Yeah. But it was more than possible. We didn't burn our feet. We had nice dirty feet afterwards, but we didn't burn our feet. And it just puts you in a different state. So we want today to talk about the things we've learned. Okay, but also 10,000 other people walked over the hot coals as well. So it was possible for all of those people, yes. you know? Yeah. yeah, and the atmosphere, the certainty of everyone, it was yeah. just, it, it just shows that if everyone around us is doing something, it makes it seem more possible. So if yeah. you're in a situation where, you know, you've got people doubting you or others think it was a mad idea or you yeah. think of all the reasons why you shouldn't do it or you're thinking oh my goodness the effort oh how am I going to do all of that and then you stay the same yeah yeah and when we got the criteria of the four days we were there I must admit Kerry and I were like what <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> um, the first day was 14 hours without a break so you literally had to take cold food in with you and just run to the loo and back again the next yeah. day was 13 hours the next day was 13 hours and the final day was 12 hours. And there was a break in each of the last three days. And you think to yourself, how the hell am I going to do that? How dare he think that we're going to sit there and listen for all that time? That's impossible. However, we had so much energy because of the fact that we were jumping up and down. Music was coming on. We had so much movement that by the end of a 14 hour day, we were like high powers thinking, how the hell are we going to get to sleep? Totally, we were. We was like, I can't sleep. I can't sleep. But it's weird how moving, jumping around, um, burns more energy 
you think you'd be more tired because you're doing that much moving, but it actually generated high energy. It did. And and Tony asked a question. It's like, what gives us energy? And people were saying, you know, food and all these other things, sleep. Rest, sleep. And it's like, you can eat a meal and feel so sluggish afterwards. Mm. You can have a full night's sleep and wake up tired. We are made of energy. We're 99.99% energy. And movement creates more energy. It's like charging our batteries. Yeah. So, I don't know about you, Kerry, but since <laughs> UPW, I've been putting more music on. I've been dancing around my kitchen like a flipping idiot. But <laughs> feel good. I've been the same. It's just like we're sort of buzzing away from it, aren't we? And uh, and just still trying to keep that feeling going. Okay. Or we know how to keep that feeling going now. Yeah, it's been cool. So if you feel that you're lacking the motivation and the energy and you feel something you want to do in your life is impossible just think about this for a minute the limits in your life are the limits that you set yourself so if you believe you can't do something hey you're right and there's something that Kerry and I read um, in a book a few years ago and it was about the fact of you know someone had caught some fleas in a jar and initially they kept on jumping up and hitting their heads against the lid but they learnt how not to so they were literally jumped and within a few millimeters they weren't hitting their heads then they had baby fleas of course and the baby fleas learnt that they could only jump a certain height then after a while someone took the lid off and they didn't jump out because they learnt that they had to only jump a certain height and it's the same in life. We're programmed by media. We're programmed by our parents, by siblings, by our friends. And if you really think about it, these people want us to maybe play small because they don't want to lose us. They don't want us to change. They know who we are. They feel safe with us. Where if you're coming home with crazy ideas like Kerry and I do on a regular basis, it makes the other people around you feel uncertain. So they might like the idea, but they don't like the idea of you doing it because that means you're going to be the flea that jumps out of the jar. Yeah, it's so true. Obviously, we learned loads in those four days. So, I mean, we did over 50 hours. And as Tony said, we could have done a course one hour a week, but we could have really changed. But no, we immersed ourselves in so much knowledge, so much movement. And I know how different I feel. And I know how different you feel. What's your biggest takeaway from being at UPW? Okay, one of my biggest takeaways is that we had to look at some negative beliefs that we thought were hindering us in our life. Yeah. And I think I've said this before on a podcast, I'm forever saying, I've got enough time, I've got enough time to do everything. So um, I had some ideas on things that new things that I want to do with my life, because um, we made obviously lots of big decisions. Um, so I've come back and I've allocated time in my diary to make sure that I can achieve the things that I want to achieve. Because I think quite often, like you just said earlier, you think, oh, I want to do this or I want to do that. But then life just takes over and you never get around to doing it. Or somebody says, well, what are you thinking? What, what are you doing that idea for? You know, why are you trying to why are you trying to do these things? And then you just go back to your normal life. So yeah. I think for me, I've planned now time to make new things happen in my life that's the uh, biggie good yeah and yeah because you've known this for ages but yeah. because you've had so much focus on it you've really exactly 
about it and you've you've looked at what would happen if you didn't do it and i think this is really important is that when you want to do something find your why why you want to do it and we've said yeah. this before your why is so important emotionally why do you need more time why do you want to do the things you want to do but yeah. then also think about if you don't do it how much pain is that going to cause you in it in six months a year five years and that's something we did um with tony i i also think um with the experience that we've had is that we had time to focus on what we want to achieve or what we want to happen i think sometime well no not sometimes i think in life mm. yeah unless unless you consciously just sit down and plan you just do life and you don't yes. ever stop and think okay what do i want this is i'm doing this job and this job i don't like my job and i fancy doing something else but i think a key thing that we learn is that you need to have your final destination yes yeah your vision in mind and i don't think in in, in life generally that we really think about doing that and i think that's what was amazing with that seminar is that you you work out your final destinations I mean, life is lots of little journeys. However, as you're saying, it's like knowing where you want to go all the time. Mm. And I like that because I think a lot of the time that people seem to work for themselves. So they're plodding along, doing their own thing. I think we all need to be the CEO of our life. We need to manage our life instead of just letting our life manage us. Yeah. So what about you? Did you have a major takeaway? Yeah, I had quite a few. I would say for me, I've put my health and fitness on the back burner a little bit. I've had the odd time where I've done 30 days of no sugar or I've walked four miles every day, but I've not really sat down and thought, how do I want to feel? What do I want to do? And really think about it. So I've written down a list. I've got a list on a pad that I've got all the time and I keep on looking at it so I'm focused on what I want to do and I knew I wasn't drinking enough water I knew that my portion size was too big but my excuse was always you're getting older can't expect to to be fit and healthy or you can't ex expect to be your ideal weight so I was giving myself excuses because it was in my head harder work to yeah. be more fit and healthy when now I'm looking, what's the pain that's going to cause me if I don't? How much heavier am I going to be in a year or five years time? How much more unfit am I going to be? How flexible am I going to be? What's that going to cause me? So I've really been looking at the pain side and how much I'd regret not looking after me for me in the future. Mm -hmm. And then I've looked at how great it will be to feel so energized because that feeling was amazing when we were at that event. So I've really upped my water um, I'm aiming for two and a half litres a day, and I think I'm maybe drinking nearer to three. I've looked at really eating very cleanly and healthily. So I've had smaller meals in the morning. I used to do it in my 30s, um, drinking this like green powder, which is very alkaline to the system. And I've started drinking that again. So I have that for my breakfast, which fills me up and makes me feel good. That's amazing. So I think that's my biggest takeaway. Uh, the other one is that I think, once again, because who you're surrounded by, yeah, it's a difference to the life you're living. 
I had parents that are very certainty driven. So you need to know exactly what you're doing all the time and, and you play smaller by doing that. I've got a husband that's quite certainty driven as well, as you know. And I think that I became very certainty driven. I would not want to do certain things or I would be giving myself excuses all the time because I that was the unknown. So I've changed that to be much more uncertainty driven. Now, some people might think, well, that's a bit strange. But if you really think about it, the certainty you believe you have is a bit of an illusion. Mm. I mean, how much certainty did you have during COVID? Mm. Yeah, totally. We survived. Yeah. And it stops you. It makes you play smaller. So that was one of my big things that out of the human needs that Tony talks about, so certainty, uncertainty, love and connection and significance, those four are the major ones. And you usually have two that are, are bigger. And mine's definitely love and connection. Yeah. And it was certainty. But now I've changed it to think, no, uncertainty is a really good thing because it actually gives me more adventure in my life. It gives me more things that I've never achieved or, or ever seen or done before. And now it actually fills me with excitement instead of the way I was programmed that if I wasn't very certain about something, I would fear it. Yeah, that's good. I can see it in you. I can see it in you as well. It's good. Hmm. But I think I was the same. I, I pretty much have the same needs as you. Mine was quite certain, but um, yeah, I'm changed mine to be more uncertain. So uh, yeah, it's more exciting. <laughs> but I, I actually really like what you said, because we learn that you become who you surround yourself with, which we've talked about this before. But also what I really liked was that he said, if you want to do something new, like, for example, you, you want to get fit and healthy and, and lose weight and everything else. He said, put yourself into a situation where there's loads of people doing that. Do yes. you know what I mean? So maybe go to a seminar where you're learning about nutrition. I don't know, something mm. like that, you know, and you might feel uncomfortable because you don't know that subject, but you'll soon connect with someone or learn something that will give you more knowledge or contacts. Like put yourself in uncomfortable situations where you want to learn from people that are already doing it. Yes. And it doesn't have to be something like going somewhere. It's surrounding yeah. yourself by people that are like what you want to become and learning from them and mm. finding the person that's the best role model and copying what they do. We are, as you say, the people we surround ourselves with, five people we mainly surround ourselves with, that's who you become. And you can't choose your family. No. You can choose your friends and you can choose what you watch online, what you're studying, what you believe, all those things. And if you start looking at lots of healthy things or fitness routines, then the way Facebook and social media work, you're going to get more of that. So if before you were fixated on food and you're getting all this cake and things that you really can't resist, that's your surroundings. So you're seeing cake and health and unhealthy foods all the time that it makes you feel that it's harder to escape from that. Well, if you start changing what you're looking at and live in that state of this is what's around, this is, what, this is how good I can feel, like to go towards that hmm. also discussed at UPW was the importance of knowing what you really want and we've discussed this before it's so important we go through life 
half-heartedly wanting something, but we don't think deep down we can go for it. Yeah. And then we change our minds. And it's like, where's your brain going? If you change your mind every two minutes about what you want, or you're really uncertain about it, the brain's not going to look for what you want out there. So we've both come out with a, a list of what we really want, when we want it. And that allows us to focus on it and our brains are going to see it. Mm. It's a little bit like if you buy a blue mini, because there's not many blue minis around, all of a sudden you're seeing loads of them. It's the reticular activating system in your mind looks for what you know. So if we didn't think of a blue mini before, we never saw them. But then when we brought one and we know about it, or we think about it, we see them everywhere. And it's the same with focusing and knowing on what you want in life you're going to see it there. You're going to see it around you. And then you're going to take action more. So that's why it's really important to know and focus on what you want. I think actually that was the major um, point that came across from every speaker, like know what you want. Mm. Yeah, it is. And as you know, I do the neuroencoding and Joseph McLennan was also did a couple of days at UPW and he was amazing, so much energy um mm. especially as he's he's nearly 70 for heaven's sake i mean how can the man look that fit and have that amount of energy and he always says in neuroencoding start with what you want if you don't know what you want how can you get there yeah. and i said this before if i put you somewhere in the uk and then said i want you to drive to a destination that i'm not going to tell you how are you going to get on yeah you're not going to do it and that's how we live our lives. We're not sure. We've not acknowledged where we are. We don't know what we want and we don't know how to get there. And then we're moaning that fact life's not fair. Yeah. So yeah. have you come up with a list of the things that you, obviously time is one of the things that you really are concentrating on. But have you come up with a list of a few things that you really want and, and you've got some deadlines and some thoughts about? Yeah, I've come up with some new business ideas, um, some new lifestyle ideas, mm. and I've been very specific with what I want. And like you said, put in values on things and timescales on things so that my brain knows it's crystal clear on what we need to do. Yeah, so no, I'm really excited, actually, because there's some things on there that I've, all, I've been thinking about doing, but I've not really actually thought I want this to happen. Yeah. I want to do this. So um, now I feel like I'm, I'm driven now. We're off. We're yeah. going to make this work. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think the really important thing here is if you are at one and what you're writing down is like the gold standard, it's number 10, it's what you want. Don't be put off by that. How am I going to get from one to 10? You have to take action every day and look at the next step in each thing and then go from one step to another to another till you get there so daily action and focus and knowing what the end result is is the way you are successful i also think that it's good to know why you want those things yes like know your earlier. why yeah yeah, your, your yeah. Why. and emotionally knowing why you want it yeah. yeah yeah like when you get to that that whatever your goal is what is your outcome? Why do you want? Why do you want that to happen? You know, um, and I think that's quite clear in my mind now as well. 
Um, again, it's sitting down and doing it and making, you know, it's finding the time to sit and do it. But it's so, it's just so important. But also what we learned. Sorry, I know we were going on and on about what we've learned. I, I've been warned at the beginning. We're a bit excited. <laughs> but I think um, another thing is like live your truth. That came up a lot. Live your truth. Don't live your life to please other people. Live you. I, I know we have to. We got children. We got things. We got things that we have to work around. But it, it's your life and live your true life what, what you want for you I think that came up clear for me as well yeah, it's, it's true it, it's like you cannot give from an empty cup yeah and I think especially women especially maybe the older women it's like it was being ingrained it's once again it's the way society was and it programmed us to think we have to put ourselves last we have to look up and that's not true because if you're not happy if you're not content and fulfilled and your cup is not full, how can you give? Yeah. With Unless you give, 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 and then you end up exhausted, regretful, unhappy, and you just think at the end of life, why have I not done what I want in life? It's important to love other people and to look after them, but you do it from a full cup. So mm -hmm. I agree, it's so, so important yeah could go on for days <laughs> we, we we definitely could and and i think it's like another saying i love is what we believe we achieve uh -huh. so if we don't believe in ourselves if we don't believe what we really truly want if we don't believe that we we are capable of it we're not going to get there you know it's that there's a fleas in the jar again you know if if you think there is a lid on your life you're never going to go past it yeah true and just slightly coming off of upw this is why having a life coach is so important they talked they talked a lot about getting the mentor didn't they yeah they did. I, I went back to the seminar sorry you came away from it i went back to it no, no, but but it's a big thing they say like get get a mentor in what you want to in your life or what you want to do like yeah find an expert yeah yeah okay yeah i'm a life coach and the changes in my clients lives are amazing i've got a life coach and how it makes my life it just it holds me accountable it makes me do the things that i truly want to do kerry i coach kerry and that helps her go from one level to another it's so important to have someone that is holding your hand in life and being there listening understanding and helping you make the right decisions to make the most in your life and if that's something that you feel no it's not me get yourself a course or look on youtube listen to more motivational podcasts get your mind in the right state to realize that you can do whatever you put your mind to and whatever feels impossible now is just impossible at this moment because you haven't got the right tools you haven't got the right mindset to actually go and do it so you i believe Whoever's listening to this, you can do whatever you put your mind to. You just need to believe in yourself. Love it. So I hope our excitement and enthusiasm for EPW and our new life isn't being too much today. But honestly, I really hope that it's empowered you to think, yeah, I'm going to go for what I want in life. I'm going to live my truth. I know that having my cup full is going to help other people. So until next month which will be the 7th of september 
and we look forward to speaking to you then. It's bye from me. And bye from me.